Cool fact, a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Welcome to Take It or Leave It, an advice-ish podcast for parents. You can download this podcast on iTunes, Spotify, Google Play Music, or wherever the hell you get your podcasts. I'm your host, Meredith Masony. And I'm your host, Tiffany Jenkins. This podcast will discuss all things marriage, motherhood, and everything in between. Please remember, we're not professionals at anything you may actually need, so any advice we give you, you can take. Or leave, because it might be crap. On today's episode, um, we're, we've, talked, we've talked and touched on these things previously, uh, but I keep getting requests for them uh, in our supporter group to uh, resurrect the chat. So last what a week, weird way to say that. <laughs> last week we talked about kids and chores, and I actually found a full list of age-appropriate chores. So I thought we would uh, take a peek at that. And then people were also talking about what age should kids have cell phones, and what do you think on children and social media and the different platforms of social media. I'm not joking. I feel like I have deja vu. Yeah. I really do. I no, know. I know. We, Cause we've, ta- I know we've talked about this before. We absolutely okay, so we have. Yes. Okay. A hundred percent. But, but what I'm saying is people in the group are like, we want to, we want to talk about this again. I must just be because, you know, kids are, their kids are getting older yeah. And they want to, you know, refresh on it. And things have yeah. changed. Platforms have changed. Lots of things Maybe our have opinions have changed. It'll be interesting to see. Well, I have had a kid that has now had social media for the last two years, you know, because he's, uh, well, almost three because he's a junior now. And mm-hmm. so we'll get into that. But um, yeah, so let's uh, go ahead and get started. We haven't been the best since we've been back on um, anything on anything in life, but... Uh, did you want to talk uh, about a mom fail before we get in? Uh, I mean, I can, I always have one, but I didn't know if you yeah, wanted go to. Yeah, go ahead. Cause I think I went last time. So last night <clears throat> we're at horseback and, um, <gasps> I just got a great idea. Okay. I'm so sorry. Should I finish or no, because I have to say it or I'll forget it. Okay. Um, I freaking think that if one of these subjects that we talk about today gets boring, I have an amazing idea of what we could do. Okay. So just remind me. Oh, Lord. Okay. I'm going to write it down. Horses. <laughs> okay. I made a note. Okay. So we were at horseback last night and I was standing there talking to one of the other moms and I was recording Sophia as she was going over the, I don't know what the things are called, little horsey jumps. And, um, the mom was like, um, my daughter just had a gymnastics competition and she pulls her phone open to show me her kids, uh, floor routine. Right. Mm -hmm. So I'm watching and, um, you know, I, I hear a kid calling for their mom, but (gasps) didn't sound like it was my kid. (laughs) And so I'm watching and watching and watching. And then like the fourth mom, the fifth mom, and, um, one of the other parents or a grandparent, um, 
grandfather screams, Hey mom. And I pick my, we both pick up our heads and it's my kid, of course. And she was fine. She was on her horse, but her boot had fallen off and she was having a a foot cramp of some sort. I don't know, but she wasn't, it wasn't like there was distress occurring. Right. But like she got really pissed because I didn't hear her and I'm sitting here and I, I run over, I grab the horse by the whatever the horse face thing is that's on their faces. <laughs> you I need to know. research this sport. <laughs> the horsey the, jump horse face. The, the the lead, the thing, the little the the leash, a uh, muzzle. So, I don't know. So uh, harness, maybe I don't know. So that sounds right. So I I grab it for her so she can she can stretch out her foot. And she's like, it's not working. And I was like, okay, well you're gonna have to get off the horse and you're gonna have to stand on your foot because you have a foot cramp. Like you gotta you know stand on it. So she hops down. Um, she gives me the nastiest face in the world, mm. gets her boot back on, hops back up. And she's like, I cannot believe you ignored me. What if I was dying? And I was like, okay. I was like, we're not going to do this right now. You go ahead and finish your lesson, but I will be over here and we can talk about this when you're done. I don't think it was about you ignoring her. What was it about? I think she was, her feelings were hurt that you weren't watching. Well, <laughs> And that's the thing is I had been literally watching the entire time. I had not taken my eyes off her for the whole hour of the lesson. I recorded right. like 20 videos. Right. And then in this one instance, the mom standing next to me was like, oh, we just got back from such and such. Do you want to see, because uh, her kid's name is Sophia too, at the competition. And I was like, sure. So I was trying not to be rude. And I was watching this other parent's kid on video. And then, you know, t- br- <sighs> whatever my kid's name is. Sophia is like, I, <laughs> she's like, she's like, you're the worst. You don't ever listen to me. How could you not hear me? I said, Sophia, I did not think that you would be calling me. I was literally watching you in the arena, riding on the horse. I did not think that there would be a single, single reason for you to be calling for me. I thought it was a kid in the car trying to call for one of the moms that was standing up by the fence. Like I did didn't you hear sorry? you. I did. I was like, I'm really sorry. But I said, okay. I said, then you're good. I said, I, tr- I said, I was actively paying attention to you. And I took 20 videos. I said, I looked down and the, and the guy goes, the guy was a real ass. He goes, well, maybe if you'd have taken your head out of your phone, you would have noticed your kid. <gasps> and I Who was like, said that? who said that? The grandfather. Who's grandpa? One of the kids, grandpa's. And I was you like, mm. I was like, listen, I said, you're right. I should have. And he goes, was you know, he joking. He goes, well, you know, that's how the world is these days. Everybody's yeah, got their heads in their coming. phone. And I was like, mm. I was like, I honest. Mm, mm, okay. I was like, you know yeah, what? Yeah, That wasn't about you. But I was just like, I literally watched mm-hmm. 60 minutes straight of horsey jumps and all sorts of things at 20 videos Aww. and she i still was mad she wouldn't talk to me the whole way home that's so tough and i, I can't imagine like, i don't i don't know what to do man well I, you know what the problem is well it's not really a problem um first of all i would have punched the old man in the face second of all <laughs> i i feel like you the way your emotions are set up you're not the type to be like look, I understand you're upset with me and I can see why you would be. I don't blame you one bit. And I apologize if I made you feel like you weren't important enough to watch or if I wasn't there in a moment that you needed me. I imagine that, you know, you're not that kind of person and that's fine. That's who you are. Um, And I think 
that maybe that is what she needed in the moment is to just like be coddled and like n- let known, Hey, you're important. And I love you. And not that it would have made a difference. I don't have a teen. I don't know what the heck is going on, but I, I know I hurt my kids feelings all the time. And so I, I'm the kind of person who will just gush and like, I can't leave until I know that they're okay, but they're little, you know what I mean? And so I think maybe, maybe, maybe it's much deeper. You know what I'm saying? Maybe it's, it's, she's, she's solidly in some middle child stuff. Always imagine always telling me you guys love the boys more. And it's like, what, what, what gives you? The inclination that we love the boys more was it was it that you got a, 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 a horseback riding lessons for your birthday now three days a week was that it because we upped you a lesson where I drive you out 40 minutes one way to take these lessons that you've been dying to take and we're supporting that and we got you that five hundred dollar uh, inflatable vest for when you fall off the horse to save you from your injuries. Was that what gave you the impression that we love everybody else more than you? Cause it's not. Do you, do you think it's easier to be nicer or appear more loving to the boys because they aren't prickly cactuses and maybe that's what she's seeing? I mean, it could very well be, I'm not going to say that, that, you know, that's not the case. They Maybe her love language isn't material stuff. Oh, it's for sure material stuff. What would she do if you tried to like hang out, like spend, like do one of the other ones? What do you think she'd do if you tried quality time or words of affirmation What do you, or uh, acts of service? What do you think her response would be? I have, I, honestly, I don't know because the child will like it, her head just spins, right? Like, like you exorcist. don't like you just don't know what you're going to get in what moment because mm. it might be like yesterday not yesterday what day is it it's Thursday Tuesday um she came home from school and she was really really nice and then i realized why she was really nice she wanted something mm. so she was like you know talking to me yeah sophia is a meredith junior yep i saw that yep um so she's talking to me and then it comes out um i want to go to the basketball game with my friends and I was like, what friends? I want names. And she's like, you know, gives me these names. And I, I looked at her at one of them and I'm like, that's a made up name. That's not a real person. <laughs> <She's> <laughs> like, yes, it is. And I was like, that's a, you made that up just to see if I was listening. And she's like, no, that's my friend from English class. And I was like, okay. So I was like, who else is going to be there? And she wouldn't say anything. And I said, if you don't tell me who else is going to be there. And I knew that it was a boy. I knew she wanted mm. to go to the basketball game for a boy. So I was like, I'm, this is your last opportunity to tell me if there is another person that's going to be at this game. And then she finally was like, yeah, so-and-so is going to be there. And I was like, okay, but you have to be honest and you need to tell yeah. me what's going on. Or the answer is no, I'm not going to take yeah. you. I was like, but I, but if you're honest with me, then yeah, I'm going to send you um, with your brother. So there you go. Her older brother? No, with the, the Brian. <laughs> <laughs> That's so cute. Yeah, so. somebody said, I think she's just a 13-year-old girl. This is very normal behavior. And I have no clue because I'm not there. Yeah. Um, it's easy for me as an outsider to be like, well, have you tried this? What if you?" And I in no way want to make you feel like I'm trying to correct your parenting. No, or I don't. Redirect you. No, okay. I'm always open I, for suggestions, but I'm telling you there's just, and every kid is different. So I'm not going to say that every girl 
has a tough stretch when they get into like puberty and then become teenagers, because I'm sure there are some girls who are a damn delight and they don't, their parents don't have this, but I can tell you that I, with my oldest one going through puberty and into high school, I didn't have these situations arise like with, um, arguing and, and like he, there was one time that Matias got loud with me and caused a ruckus once so far. It's every day with Sophia, there's a ruckus, you know what I mean? So it's just different, different kid, different everything. And so we just, and I, I understand that. Yeah, see, like somebody in the supporter group just said, I have been so blessed. My daughter was so easy. Her boys were not. Interesting. Is, every kid is different. It doesn't have to be that girls are the tough ones during this stage. It could totally be boys. Uh, so I think it's just every kid. That's why I always say to people, I parent each kid differently because they're different kids. Yeah, I um, I could see why you would think that was a mom fail, like the guilt and stuff, but... I. I think you did great by going to the effing game. A lot of parents, mine, don't go to their kids' activities. And the kids look in the stands and the parents aren't even there. And I think the fact that you were there and the fact that one day she'll look back and and understand. Mm, Well, we'll see. Um, If you ever want to send her to my house, (laughs) I'll take her for a couple of days. We're besties. Yeah, she loves you. That's the other. Does she still or was that a little kid thing? No, she, she thinks you're super cool. She always asks about you. Tell her I love her next time you see her. Yeah. But she but she is wait till she's 16. Listen, people are in the chat. They're like, "Wait till she's 16." No, I don't need to wait. She's 14 right now and she thinks she's what is it? 14 going on 24. Oh, and I have to have a sleepover. 5 14-year-old girls tomorrow night. <gasps> her birthday party. That's, that's fun. Oh. Whose birthday? Sophia's birthday. When? On Friday is her, the party. When is her birthday? Saturday. Oh, I want to send her something. Mm-hmm. Um, Chloe's having a birthday party Sunday. Nice. I just planned it yesterday. Pretty much what I did. I printed the invitations and did not put the time of the party. Mm-hmm. Awesome. So that was fun. Chloe, Chloe was like, this girl at my school made fun of me and said, five random pictures of you isn't an invitation i try to make it cool and like put and i was like it's literally an invitation it has a date a time and she's like it does not have a time mom and i was like you don't even know how to tell time stupid give me the invite and uh (laughs) i didn't call stupid but i saw the invite and i was like you gotta be crapping me dude oh man so awkward i mean not surprising so what did you do I have nothing. They were already passed out. So I have to have double conversations now. It's not just an RSVP. It's a question that needs to be responded to. A little bit, yeah. Anyway, let's talk about chores by age uh, because I'm curious about this. I, I've i been really determined to get my kids to start doing chores. And I did it a couple of days last week. I'm like, this is to prepare you to be an adult because one day you're going to move out and I'm not going to be here to put your laundry away. And, um, you have to learn how to do it. And kids don't want to hear that shit. They're like, that's so far away. That's a lifetime away. That makes no sense. I want to play Roblox. Mm -hmm. So, um, also a a lot of time I, I, I 
don't have the energy to try to get them to do things. Mm. So I'm just like, I'll do it. Damn it. And it's not helping them and it's not helping me, but yeah, so let, let's hear your list. So chores should start at age two. <laughs> Sorry. I know, but this is, but this listen, I mean, all right, I'm going to listen. They should help make their beds, pick up their toys and their books, put laundry in the hamper, help feed the pets, dust with socks on their hands, put small items in the dishwasher. No, for a two-year-old? And dry mop small areas with help. What's a dry mop? Like, like, uh, like a dust mop. What? Like what? A, like Swiffer. You could say a Swiffer. Like sweep? Yeah, like a Swiffer. A Swiffer. You know what a Swiffer is. Yeah, but I thought they were wet. But, but I'm just saying the point Whatever, is it doesn't matter. Doesn't but matter. I feel like I don't want the kid, the two-year-old near the dishwasher. No. There's a lot of these that I'm like, that would never but the, but happen. But the rest I understand. And I think those are good, and I wish I would have done that. Okay. Let's see. Four to five. Okay. Help clear. I just you just what? past that stage, but I'm oh, still okay. interested. Help clear and set the table. Make their bed independently. Dust. Help cook and prepare foods. Carry and put away groceries. Sort the yeah. laundry. Water plants. Pull garden weeds. Wash dishes in the sink. Put away groceries, which I feel like they already had that one. And clean their own room. Mm. No. Okay. Uh, six to eight. Yeah, let's hear it. Vacuum, sweep, mop, take out the trash, fold the laundry, make their own snacks, breakfasts, and bagged lunches. Empty the dishwasher, walk the dog, scoop the poop, rake leaves, take care of pets. Everything. Yeah. Dude, what am I doing? You, Your children should be taking care of your whole life. Oh, my gosh. I This is great news. Great news. This is really great. Like, there was nothing on that list that I'm like, they couldn't do that. They could. The problem is. Even though my is, daughter's like, can't even go to the bathroom by herself without me, like, walking her there. Because she, I feel like my daughter plays me, dude. She does. Like, there's shit she can do, but she pretends like she can't. Yes. And she gets whiny and pouty. And after the fifth time, I'm like, son of, I'll get your effing socks. You know what I mean? Instead of. Being like, no, you will go to school with no socks. Well, she does. Yes. A hundred percent. Just because I've seen it. Um, but, you know, uh, age nine to 12. Wash the car. Load entire dishwasher without assistance. Prepare simple meals. Clean bathrooms. Rake more leaves, it says. <laughs> Operate the washer and dryer. Take out trash. Babysit y- younger siblings. Walk <gasps> the dog. Like you- while you're not home? Yeah. No, 9 to 12. While you're not home. I was babysitting. Yeah, multiple were different. At 10 years old. Yeah. Multiple was, households too. of kids. Me too. Times are different. Now Maybe we see infant. how stupid that is. What do you mean, stupid? I was a fantastic babysitter. Okay. I We, listen, I don't, time, I feel like times are different. I feel like when we had no, like, crazy electronics in our hand 24 hours and we weren't all consumed with screens, we were more self-sufficient. Like, we had to look around the world and learn things. And I don't think that happens as much nowadays. So I don't know that I would trust my kids 
at nine and 12 to be in charge of other humans. Cause they'd be like, this is a video game run in front of the car. You'll oh, respawn. You'll respawn. I don't think that they would think that, but, um, I actually don't even know what the legal, uh, ages. Oh yeah. Good question. Like, there has legally. to be legally an age. I'll look it up, but I don't know what that is. When I was, I was babysitting my sister once. When she choked on a pickle on a McDonald's hamburger and she was maybe, she was in a high chair. So she had to be around two. So I was. No. Maybe, maybe 13, maybe 14. That's my worst fear. What happened? Finger swept her, popped her upside down, smacked her, came out. Eight years old. I wasn't eight. No, kids should be left should never be left alone until they're eight years old. And kids between the ages of eight and 10 shouldn't be left for more than an hour and a half or during nighttime hours. Mm. Kids age 11 to 13 may be left alone for up to three hours, but not late at night. Only kids 16 and up may be left unsupervised at night. I don't know if this, I put legally, but. I think each state probably has a law on the books that says. How long or what age? I'm not trying to judge at all. I I am genuinely curious because I've never really given this too much thought. But is anybody leaving an eight-year-old home alone for up to three hours? I don't. I mean, I'm trying to think the ages of my kids, right? So Matthias is going to be 17 next month. Sophia is 14. Brian is 12. So... Matthias is five years older than him. So at 12, yeah, I was leaving a 12-year-old at home with a seven-year-old. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, Right. For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and T-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. An eight-year-old alone. Not alone. I've never left an eight-year-old alone, but I've also always, always you had think the three. people do. Yeah, I do. I do think Rhonda people said do. single parents, they struggle. I'm sure they do. There's no way that, there's no way in the world that, that you can't in certain circumstances. Of course. But I'm just, I'm, I, I, and I think it, I don't know. I've never thought about this and it's not, and I want to clarify, like, I'm not like who would do that. I'm just like, wow, we can do that. Like, well, I, think I can't picture it because I, I just, I still view them as little babies. 
which is also my own issues. Yeah. But I mean, and, and I think what you have to do if you're considering leaving, like, let's say, I think you could leave an eight year old home alone and do a 30 minute walk. Like I'm going to walk the dog in the neighborhood for 30 minutes. You stay here. I would have to say something like, don't eat anything while I'm gone. Well, if that's what you need to be comfortable, like I never let the kids, if I was, so when they were little and I'm talking like maybe Matias was 12 or whatever, and I would, I would run to the grocery store and the rule was no, you're not cooking anything. You're not, you know, don't heat anything up. Like don't go into the kitchen, just sit and watch TV. I'm going to go to the store for an hour. I'll be back. Um, but now like I'll, I'll get phone calls and they're, they're making waffles and you know what I mean? They're cooking full friggin' meals and, yeah. and I'm like, and it's a gas stove. So I panic. So I'm like, you need to make sure that the gas is off, not just the flame is out, but that the gas is off and that you've turned it off. Da, 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 da. But you know, it's true as well. People are saying the maturity of the child is really, cause you can have a 16 year old who you should never leave alone yeah, with, right. with, with a lighter and a gas stove. Mm-hmm. And then there's a 12 year old who's, you know, probably a miniature mom. That's like, I told you to turn that gas stove off mm-hmm. mom said to sit on the couch and knock it off so and maybe maybe everybody. i'd feel differently because my son's eight so i'm just picturing him in this situation i think out of all the kids i mean out of him and chloe i he could definitely be left up alone but like he would have to have a phone or a landline to get hold of me you know what right. i mean like i would but that's always been the you know the case for us. Like if we were home, it wasn't a cell phone when we were little, but there was a phone you could call. Now right. we didn't necessarily know where our parents were. Yeah. Isn't that weird? But, I knew where mine were, the bar. Yeah. But I mean, but we knew that we, um, one second, I'm sorry. Hey, Dave. And okay? while she's talking to him, Rhonda, nobody's judging you at all whatsoever. All right. And that's why I wanted to make sure I stated that before I said what I said. Rhonda was saying she struggled um, and had to do what she had to do. And I have no judgment whatsoever. I'm just shocked, but not because I'm like offended. I'm shocked because I never even considered the possibility. And so now it's all new thinking for me and me looking at this through new eyes. That's all it is. Yeah. And I think it's, I think it's a different time that we live in, obviously, than how we grew up. You know, I, I, for some reason, been thinking about that a lot lately. It's just such a different world. And I think that's, um, I'm noticing it now because all of my kids have ventured into middle school, I think. And I feel that the hardest transition for kids is from fifth to sixth grade. When it comes to school, because like Brian has been struggling with his classes and keeping up and like every day he'll come home and I'll ask him, you know, do you have homework? What's going on? How are your classes today? You know, oh, everything's great. Everything's great. Well, he's full of crap. He was failing a bunch of things. He wasn't turning in his assignments. He wasn't organized. I love that they give these kids these agendas and they could basically just treat it as toilet paper because they don't. (laughs) write anything in it. They don't stay organized with it. And so, you know, I had to get him on a, a week, what we call a, uh, communication planner. I created this form mm-hmm. and I told him like, you have to take this form in now and you have to have a conversation with all of your teachers 
and your teacher has to sign it and you have to write in all of your missing assignments and you have to get yourself caught back up. Like he was just grounded from video games for the last uh, two weeks. Oh, my son too. Yeah. And I was like, this is not going to fly, dude. Like we're not doing this. And yeah, he was jonesing for sure. Like he, I mean, he was breaking down and crying and he's like, my life is ruined. And I'm like, no, it's really not. It's just that as soon as you get caught up and the problem is, and you touched on it earlier, they don't want to have any conversations. It is a completely different society. They don't want to lift their heads out of their device. And I made it so that he had to have a face-to-face conversation with every, I made this form for Sophia when she started having a real hard time when she got remember into when you school. made it. And then, and now I was like, Hey, you know what? I got a form for that. Let me, I'll go, I'll be right back. And I, Where pre- can we purchase it, Meredith? <laughs> well, it's on our, my website, filterfreeparents.com. But, um, but seriously though, it has been a, a saving grace because he comes home. We look at the form. I make him take his agenda out. And in order to earn 30 minutes of video game time, he has to come home with the agenda filled out mm-hmm. and his assignments turned in. Love it. And guess what? He does it. Magically. Now the child has all B's and A's. That's great. Good job. And I, intercepting. Was like, I was like, that's so crazy that you are capable of this the entire time. Do you know th- this? You did great job. Thank you. That's really good that you caught it and were able to circumvent that. Well, you know what I'm working on? I'm working on not turning every story into a story about me. And I was just about to do it, and I caught myself, so I paused and just complimented you. It's right. a terrible habit. But that's kind of the point of the podcast. I know. <laughs> I know you want to share, <laughs> but I'm actively practicing it. So, um, practice it off of the podcast. Okay, fine. So, uh, my son, when we try to do homework with him, uh, when we were in the parent teacher conference, I was like, I have a question. When you ask him to do an assignment, does he throw himself on the floor and talk like a baby and say he can't do it? And she's like, what? (laughs) I was like, just kidding. That's, I was testing you because that's what he does at the house he should i don't know what to do it and then this bitch gets his results back for some test they took or something for his grade he's in he's a mathematical genius and i'm not trying to brag kind of a little bit but he didn't get it from me he's in the 99th percentile the highest score you could get is 1400 and he has 1200 mm. and i was like if I ever see you throw yourself on the floor again and pretend like you don't know how to do this, I will roundhouse kick you <laughs> into the pool, dude. Like, I don't know what your deal is, but I, after I saw that, I'm like, wait, I'm like, Hey dude, like your brain is incredible and it's full of so many amazing things, but it doesn't work if you don't apply it, man. So like, let's get in there. Let's tap into that and see what's up because I feel like there's something that we need to pay attention to that we're not. And so once we got the report back, we're like, and then Chloe's like, how about me? Am I smart too, mommy? (laughs) And she's got, she's in the 69th percentile. She's got a, you know, whatever, below average score. But I'm like, you're so smart at reading. Look at this. Look at your reading scores. Because she excels at reading, sucks at math. Caden sucks at reading and excels at math. It's very interesting. I think it's the way the brain works, right? I think it's very rarely do you find a kid who is 
off the charts in all of those areas. But oh my gosh, this is the toughest thing ever because we went to a birthday party this weekend that he was invited to by a friend, an old classmate who was in his class last year. He was in the gifted classes. All of his classmates went to Pineview, which is yeah, the smart kid school. Mm-hmm. And he didn't because he didn't pass the test. So we're at this birthday party with all of his old friends who were all BFFs. And he's like, why didn't I go to Pineview, mommy? Mm-hmm. And I didn't know how to tell him like, cause you didn't get a good enough score. Like I, I wouldn't have said that. Right. And I was like, cause it's too far for us to drive baby. Yeah. Yeah. But it broke my heart. And I bet you it's cause he just didn't apply himself. And I was doing a terrible job of staying on top of him. I'm, I think I'm going to buy one of your sheets. Listen, uh, f- first of all, I feel like a kid can get cuz cuz we we had looked at Pineview cuz uh Matthias in my town. Mhm. That was the school oh. that they wanted to send him to. And I was like there's absolutely no way I'm driving uh yeah. to Sarasota for that, but I appreciate it. Um it's it's a 2-hour drive. And so I was like, but thank you. Um he's fine. Uh but I mean cuz he's he's my kid who was pulled out for IQ testing in kindergarten. And had a crazy IQ and, you know, like he just took that, whatever that state, they changed the state test and it was out of, I want to say 500 and his score was a 498, which means he missed one. And, um, obviously he didn't get that from me. Uh, that's all Dave. And so, but he doesn't play that with me. Like I don't get it or understand it stuff, but what I found that he's my kid that will apply himself. Whereas the other two don't as much, right? Like I've never asked him to check his homework. Mm. So I think some kids intrinsically are motivated to apply themselves and do these things. And some are not. And the ones that aren't, we have to step in a little bit more. And the ones who've got it, you don't have to hover as much, but the kids who don't apply, you end up having to hover because you have to teach them. You know, and they're all different. Why don't more infant formula companies use organic, grass-fed whole milk instead of skim? Why don't more infant formula companies use the latest breast milk science? Why don't more infant formula companies run their own clinical trials? Why don't more infant formula companies use more of the proteins found in breast milk? Why don't more infant formula companies have their own factories instead of outsourcing their manufacturing? We wondered the same thing. So we made Byheart a better formula for formula. Learn more at byheart.com. You know what I want to discuss on here? It doesn't have to be today. Um, but there's a thing where I don't know if I should I'll just I'll email it to you and we can discuss it next week because if we discuss it today then it's like teasing and people can go google it and then we won't need to talk about it. Mm but it fits perfectly in what we're saying. It's, um, I don't know what to do. My mouth just starts moving so fast before my brain has time to catch up. Yeah. Somebody in this, in the group says my daughter was a self-motivator. My boys needed to be scream motivated. <laughs> scream motivated. Yeah. yeah. Okay. You know what? It's here. I'm just going to talk about it really quick. Cause I feel like it fits in with what we're saying. Well then let's do it. Um, so there is something called family roles. Have we talked about this? I don't know. I haven't heard this. No. So 
I spent my whole, I knew about the family roles and I spent my whole life thinking that I was the mascot role. And the mascot role is the funny child in the family. The child is social, outgoing, entertaining, joyful, and easily excited. This role serves as a distraction from the negative elements in the family using humor and comedy as a relief. And so in the list of these, which I'll go over in a sec, that is what I thought I was. But I was in therapy two weeks ago, and I realized that I was wrong. I was a completely different category, and that is why I am the way that I am today. And it makes so much sense with everything going on. So I'm just going to go over the roles really quick. But allegedly, everybody in your family has one of these roles. And based on that role, there's a certain way to make sure that they don't end up a certain way because of their role. I don't know if that makes sense. Yeah. What are the roles? Hero. This is typically the oldest child. And this is what made me think of Matthias. This child is responsible, organized, trustworthy, and helpful. This child makes everything, everyone else in the family feel better about themselves because of the hero's achievements. And then there's the mascot, which I just went over. Mm -hmm. There's the scapegoat. This is typically the second child, but can be assumed by any child who receives negative attention. This child is defiant, frustrating, deceitful, disobedient, and becomes the person in the family upon which all of the family's troubles are blamed. You think that's you? That's me. I'm the scapegoat. Okay, hold on. Listen to the rest of them and tell me if you still feel that way, okay? The enabler. This is the child who accepts the guilt and blame for everything in the family and can be assumed by any birth order. The family issues continue because this role exists and the child stays quiet and does what is expected. The placator. This is typically seen in conjunction with another role. This child is bent on making everything better. This might be accomplished by being the mascot or the hero, but this child knows how to speak and act in such a way that the family friction is kept to a minimum. The lost child. And I'm not trying to put anybody's business out there, but this is my husband. And also, I believe my son. Mm. This is usually the most easygoing child in the family. While the hero is perfect and the mascot is funny and the scapegoat is taking the blame, this child is simply overlooked. This child is just nice, quiet, passive, and solemn. And that's it. And Dave, some Dave of them was cross over. His hand. Huh? Dave was raising his hand. For which one? The lost child. Aww. Uh, yeah. And so the thing is, with these roles, um, they end up resulting in other things down the road. Because, for example, the lost child or the forgotten child is just in his room reading his book. You don't have to check on him or give him attention because he basically is just so chill and does stuff himself. But in that, because you're giving all of your attention to the scapegoat or the black sheep, which I think is another word that they mm -hmm. use, mm -hmm. um, this child is, doesn't receive as much attention or love. And that results in other things down the road. And so I learned that I was the hero. Mm. Um, but it was also called the golden child in yes. another list where there's another child who takes up all of the negative attention. So you want to remain perfect in your parents' eyes. And this could also be placator and make life easy for them because you see how the scapegoat is treated 
in or the black sheep is treated and you don't want that and you don't want to make your parents have to do that with you. And so you try to be perfect and you're obedient and you get great grades and you just every, you know, you try to make them happy and make their life easy. And I, I learned that in therapy because we were trying to figure out why I'm such a people pleaser and why the most important thing in the world to me is having people like me. And my therapist was like, you're the golden child. And I was like, thank you. (laughs) And she's like, no, it's an actual thing. And, and it made so much sense. So I might be a little mascot, but also that's why I just try so hard to make people's lives easy. Yeah. That makes so out of all of those, you think you are the scapegoat. Is that what you raised your hand on? Yeah, I definitely was. That was the role I filled in the house. Really? Because I thought, didn't you like take care of everybody? I did. Is that why? Well, I had to take care of everybody because they were much younger than me. And so I was the one that was in charge of taking care of everyone because my parents were always at work or gone in the evenings. So I think the blame fell on you. Well, it's not even the blame. It's just the responsibility falls on you. But then I was always, I was always doing stupid stuff and saying, saying, you know, I've, I've always had a mouth and an opinion and, uh, you know, didn't keep it shut. So I definitely said, you know, and did things that I shouldn't, but I also, I think you can be a mix of things, right? Yeah, you can. Because I definitely was, um, you know, the scapegoat and I was also probably enabling some behaviors and I was probably, you know, cause I, cause I got good grades. Like I wasn't doing, like I wasn't getting arrested by any stretch, you know what mm-hmm. I mean? Like I wasn't doing anything that was super crazy, but I would do stuff just to piss people off. Right. You know, interesting to get a, you know, to just to turn the screws. But, uh, but I think it's just, it's also my family situation. There's a huge age gap, right? So I had like, I had like my brother and I who were barely a year apart and he was the golden child. And then mm. I was there always trying to be like, you know, look at me, look at me. I can do this too. I'm, I'm, I can be this and be that. And everybody was focused on him. And then mm. 12 years go by, 15 years go by and two more kids show up. And then I was wow. given a car and car seats and told, drive them to daycare. Wow. We'll see you later. And so there was, you know, and they were always at work. They were always working. Right. So you just, you figure things out, but it definitely sets you up. I think you're right. Birth order, family roles, whatever you want to call them. Yeah. And the reason I think it's interesting is because they have specific like resources for each of those roles. So if you're, most people will listen to the list and be like, I'm a combination. Mm. Um, so you would look up the resources for both of those. But if somebody's like, oh my gosh, I was the forgotten child. And because of that, blank, 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 blank in my adult life, then you look up the resources for that role and see ways, you know, to cope and strategies and things like that. And I think that's great. I think that's really interesting. I, yeah, I think it, I think, uh, yeah, hundred <laughs> percent. I do. I think that, that uh, as we become adults, it is much easier to see and learn why we did the things that we did 
and then make a change. But I think when you're a, a kid or a teenager, even into early adulthood, you don't have the tools or the ability to figure it out. And it takes a while. Like, I don't know what they said. I don't think the, the, uh, the brain isn't fully, I don't know, equipped to deal and handle uh, at till 20, 25. I think 25 is when your brain actually, I don't know, starts to work in right. the right manner as like an adult. When your cerebral cortex is fully formed. There you go. Maybe it's 25, but it's not like, it's not like a young, it's not, <laughs> it's not like a young age. Well, they believe that I could be completely wrong because I'm getting this from Dr. Phil, but Dr. Phil says that, um, it's not until you're around 18 that your cerebral cortex, frontal cortex starts to form because that's why, you know, trigger warning everybody about SA in a second, I'm going to talk about it for less than 10 seconds. So if you don't want to hear it, just click out for 10 seconds and then come back. But um, that's why they say the age of consent is what it is, because prior to that, you're unable scientifically to make decisions about consent up until you're a certain age. And so that's why it's considered a crime, because according to your brain, even if you think you want something, your brain is informed enough to decide whether or not that's what you actually want. Mm. Um, and I think it's around 16 or 18, but I'm not sure. And I also don't know if that's true because literally I got that from Dr. Phil. So mm. did you see that he's, I don't want to is... talk about it. Okay. Oh. I cried. I thought you would. I was going to screenshot the thing I was reading and send it to you, but I was like, this is just going to make her day worse. I know everybody hates him. I get it. <laughs> but I, I have a very special place in my heart for Dr. Phil and I'm devastated that his show is coming to an end. I knew it would though, because he's wow. changed his format and everybody hates it. Oh, well, maybe he just wants to do something else. I, I doubt he'll fade away into the background. Well, he's a, a billionaire, so I think he could do whatever the heck he wants. But he'll probably still And to be honest, stuff. I would fade into the abyss. If I was like, if I had a successful TV show for 10 years, and I was making a couple of it's million. It's more than episode. 10 years. No, I know. He, yeah. His is over two decades. Yeah. But if I had 10 years of a TV show that was successful and got me a couple mil each episode, I would just stop and just enjoy my life and spend time with my family. I wouldn't feel the need to keep doing. I was just going to say something. It's so stupid. About the Illuminati, but I'm not. Oh. <laughs> Unless I had a contract of some kind that I had to fulfill. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Wow. I love, I love that. I never know where you're going to turn. I, I, you couldn't have, I couldn't have put a bet on the table and been like, she's going to say Illuminati any second. There would have been no way. <laughs> I'm sorry. I love it. It's, it's what keeps I, I never it know what I'm going to say, to be honest with you until it comes out. Mm, yeah. Yeah. So I think it's, I think a lot of it is interesting. I think the older we get, the more we understand about, you know, how we grew up and, and, and how, why we are the way that we are mm -hmm. and ways to kind of cope and deal with that because life is hard. And it's tough because everybody used to say like, all of your trauma is linked to your childhood. And I used to roll my eyes because I'm like, I had a great childhood. But then, you know, I've learned so much looking back. I'm like, I mean, they tried for sure. They tried their best, but there was this and this. And it sucks because all my parents have died. So I can't ask them questions. Yeah. 
So I don't know if my memories are real or not, which makes it difficult. I actually reached out to a friend of mine's mom and I was like, Hey, I have a question for you. Remember when you took me on a shopping spree at the mall when I was 11 and you bought me all those new clothes? I spent my whole life thinking it was because you liked me, but out of curiosity, is it because you felt bad for me because I was wearing the same outfit to your house every day? And she's like, I honestly don't know how to respond. And I was like, okay, you're right. I shouldn't have asked that. I'm sorry. And that was basically the answer that I needed. Uh, But anyway, that got dark. I just was thinking about it. uh, As like, my point is, I'm getting a lot better grip on things that happened when I was young. That may lead to the way my mind works now, but I, I don't believe my mind always has to work that way just because it happened. And so I try to every day learn how to like change my thoughts or apply other things so that I can kind of break that cycle, you know? Yeah. And you're doing a great job with it. You too. Thanks. I mean, you really are, you know? And it is, it always, every time (laughs) you you just, I I don't know. It's, it's definitely, I know that I'm older than you. So before you go and make old lady jokes, (laughs) I always, I just, I have these proud moments for you where I see you and I watch you, you know, you know, do different things or, and it just makes me so proud is just like a person that gets to hang out with you and, you know, whatever. And it's just, I get these moments where I'm just like, oh my God, I'm so proud of her. Look at what a great job she's doing. And it, it, because I genuinely mean that, like it, to Mm -hmm. see what somebody has overcome and what they put out into the world. And it just makes you proud as the... Mm -hmm old geriatric that I am. Oh my gosh. Thank you. That is, you've said a lot of nice things to me, but that might be the nicest. I am proud of you. I really appreciate that. Thank you. Yeah. Because it takes, you are so much older. (laughs) There it is. (laughs) Do you feel like, like a proud grandma when you look? Why does it have to be grandma? Oh, I'm, I'm very grateful for you and our friendship. And I don't know why we're getting romantic, but I I'm here for it. And, uh, and I, by the way, I, I don't know if you heard me cause your headphones were off earlier, but I was saying you've been killing it lately on the internet. Me? I see your videos all the time. Yes. You've been putting out a lot of new funny stuff, which Thank is you. me trying to compliment you back. Cause Thank you. yeah, but it's true. Yeah, well, I don't know what's going on with the internet. I really like it when you bend over when guys are chopping wood. Those are my favorite. I'm going to work on my return compliments. That was... It's a thing. We, uh, Dave and I, do a little role playing. Oh, all right. (laughs) I don't know that I wanted that info. I wear the tree costume. (gasps) What? What? Wait, what'd you say? I wear the tree costume. Dude, was I dreaming or did I see a video of you actually in a tree costume? Yeah. Oh my gosh. It feels like a fever dream. I don't know if I was scrolling past it quickly or I was in the middle of something, but my subconscious brain locked in an image of you diving onto the couch in a tree costume. Yeah, Yeah, I did that. (sighs) And now we use it on Saturdays. Okay. (laughs) That's weird. It's a joke. Friday. Have you watched, I know you're into reality shows Mm. before we go. Have you watched Married at First Sight Australia? No. I didn't even know Dude. they had a Married at F- First Sight Australia. Oh, my gosh. 
I don't, you know, I don't like reality shows. You don't. It's riveting. Okay. What network is this on? No clue. Australia now. <laughs> I'm not Can't sure. Can't just make up a network. <laughs> I don't know. I have no clue. What are you watching it on? TikTok. You know how people bootleg shows and then post like part one, part two, part three? No, because I'm a grandma. So, (laughs) well, you should Google it and find out where it plays and you should watch it because my jaw was on the lifetime. They're saying lifetime network. Okay. So I wonder if I can watch that on Hulu. I'll find it because I I love Married at First Sight. Oh, watch the Australian one. Oh, will do. Okay. Well, anyway, um, I didn't get, I'll save the thing that I wanted to do for next week, which has nothing to do with parenting, but it's fun. Okay. The random idea I had earlier when you were in the middle of your horseback story. (sighs) My sweet Sophia. I cannot wait to have five teenage girls in my house. So she's so funny. I was like, do you want to just like, what are we going to get pizzas and whatever? And she's like, I want lasagna. From Costco. What? Okay. It's a very specific. I was like, that's fine. It's her favorite thing is this Costco lasagna. And I was like, do you want to ask your friends who are coming if they're going to eat lasagna? Because I just, I mean, I'm assuming they're going to eat it. Like, I feel like lasagna is a great food, but. Yeah. And I mean, it's basically pizza anyway. So one of the girls was like, I will not eat lasagna. So I was like, no problem. I will also get pizza. No, you should have said, no problem, you're not coming then, bitch. No, I said, I will also get pizza. So uh, I'm going to run to the store tomorrow and get um, ice cream, cake, and Mm. cookies, and Doritos, and soda, and get them all sugared up, and let them have probably a really loud sleepover. Yeah, I mean, they want to be left alone anyway, so luckily it's not like you're going to have to do much, you know? No, they'll probably stay upstairs and... Yeah. Speaking of, you need to fix the TV. Make sure the TV works, Dave, upstairs. Is Matias so excited about a a bunch of girls at his house or are they too young for him? No, they're, no, he's, he's going to be 17. Oh, I thought you were going to say gay. (laughs) What? I don't know. I thought, you're like, no, he's not excited about girls. No, he he's plenty kids. excited about girls. Um, he's uh, 17. But he'll be 17. So that would How be. How old Sophia? She'll, she's turning 14. Yeah, that's, I mean, when you're that age, that's not that big of a, uh, is it? Well, I mean, they're when in you're eighth, 16 they're in and eighth grade and he's a junior. So I'd like him to. Oh, to maybe, yeah. That's right. When they're, when it's yeah. like, they're not cool. Well, and they're not in the same school or, you know right. what I mean? Like. You know, I'm not saying a junior and a freshman couldn't hit it off or whatever. Right. But I feel like eighth grade, like, no, I don't think so. Right, 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 right. But no, there's, yeah, he, he, um, he goes on dates. Are him and his girlfriend not together? No, they broke up. Oh, I'm so sorry. It was, it was a rough, there was a, it was a, it was a rough time. Oh man. I, you probably talked about this already. I, but I would be interested in hearing how you dealt with that heartbreak. Not right now, but like on a podcast episode, like how to help your kids through heartbreak. I'd be, interested. I don't know that we helped it. Was, <laughs> That's honest. It, I'm just being honest. It was tough. Um, it mm. was a, it was, what was it like a month and a half, at least a month and a half worth of sheer heartache. Mm. You know, it was rough. It's so sad, but he's so handsome and nice 
and respectful. He's going to be pulling in. Okay. Sorry. It's more weird because I'm an old person saying that as it is like more weird than just because it's your son. Yeah. But I didn't mean it like that. I just meant like (laughs) he's a nice boy. He is a nice boy. I think he'll be fine. Like I I'll said. give him a Werther's Original next uh, yes, time. Yes, thank him. you. I love Werther's Original. Ew, they are very traumatic for me. Okay. But I loved them. I could eat a whole bag. Really? You can't oh. really eat them. You just suck them. I'll suck a whole bag. A <laughs> Okay. There Sorry. we go. All and, right. Anyway, um, well, this flew by. It did. And we did, we really did did one topic. We did one topic, but I felt like, you know, we got the Illuminati in, so we're good. Perfect. Thank heavens. All right. Did you want to talk about anything else before? No, I don't think so. Is there anything that we need to talk about, Dave? Go leave us a review on the podcast. Five stars plus. Yep. Yep. It helps us look really cool. Mm. I don't know if that's true. You should do it. So, um, all right. Well, then join us next week for another episode of Take It or Leave It. An advice ish podcast hosted by two struggling moms who have who no, have no idea, idea what, what we're, we're doing. doing. We love you. <laughs> See you guys next time. Bye.